0: Hello and welcome to The Sit Down, a podcast about the gangster film genre. This is episode zero, our first ever episode, so if you're listening to this in June of 2016, you're getting in on the ground floor. I'm John Ware, and in today's episode, Chad Ray and I will discuss why we're doing this. Our first exposure to the genre, I'll give you a hint, it wasn't through gangster movies. We'll talk about the differences between mobster, gangster, and organized crime movies, the first gangster movie we loved, as well as newer gangster movies that we've seen and liked. We'll finish up with a quick chat about the movie we're going to cover next. You can find more info about this podcast at our website, thesitdownpodcast.com, and also on Twitter, at thesitdownpod. Thanks for listening. Let's get started. Uh, what I
1: wanted to talk a little bit about is why exactly are we doing this? What drove you to create this podcast?
0: I love the mob movie genre. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of the original genres. Once uh, once film went from silent movies to talkies, one of the very first genres to come out was the mob movie with, with tales of organized crime and all that kind of stuff. Um, they were popular right. right from the start. They were reviled almost right from the start. Why do you think
1: that's the case?
0: Oh, because everyone was afraid that, you know, people were going to see that it would have a bad influence on the youth and that uh, Uh people would try and emulate what they saw on the screen, which
1: I guess obviously part of that, that culture was somewhat or subculture, what have you was relatively prevalent in that day and age.
0: Yeah. And the interesting thing too is a lot of those original genres like musicals, musicals are still around, but they're, they don't, They're not huge. Westerns don't make near as many Westerns as they used to. Oh, that's true. War films kind of come and go. Um, But mob films never really fall out of favor. You'll always have some good ones come out every year, either by small studios or big studios. They, They never really go away. And almost every country that has a film industry has a take on the mob movie or the, or organized crime. And it's interesting mm-hmm. to see how other cultures take that genre and, and tell their own stories through it. So you've got, you know, Yakuza films and triad mm-hmm. films. And then there's, there's mob films in India and throughout Europe. Uh, they're all over the place. And right. it's, it's interesting to see what they, what they steal from each other. And, and, so, it's uh, it's an interesting genre. It's character-driven. I like those types of stories, you know, way more than the, the comic book tent pole pictures that come out. I mean, but I like a good character-driven mob movie. I'll watch them over and over, and, you know, I'm a pretty peaceable guy. I don't want any
1: trouble, but I, I like the stories in those movies, so. Well, I can't argue with that (laughs) by any stretch of the word i I don't have anything necessarily against tentpole movies you know uh i think not every once in a while you get a pretty good blockbuster and the rest of them stink sure sure uh,
0: what i hope the listener gets out of it is i hope the listener finds out about some movies that they they haven't seen before or maybe haven't heard of so as far as the listener is concerned Mm -hmm. i hope they hear about some movies that they hadn't heard about before or find something new about a movie that they have seen and uh hopefully if we get something wrong listeners will care enough to uh let us know Mm -hmm. so
1: so we're basically trying we're analyzing these films to some extent in order to sort of uh I guess, develop a little bit broader appreciation for the genre absolutely. in general. absolutely. Cool. Right on. Right on.
0: My first exposure to the gangster genre was actually not through movies, but through cartoons.
1: Right. Okay. Um,
0: I was thinking about this the other day and found <laughs> a lot of clips on YouTube, bought a couple of Looney Tunes mm-hmm. uh, episodes on iTunes, but there's uh, there's the character Muggsy, who I mistakenly mm-hmm. I mistakenly thought Muggsy was the guy, the short guy in the big hat. That's just Boss. There's a uh, Muggsy is the big dope. The Boss is the short guy with the big hat, and I don't know who the Boss is supposed to be. Like I'm like, is that is that like a Humphrey Bogart? Is that like, because there's also, yeah. there's also Rocky and he's obviously a parody of Edward G. Robinson. Cause he's like, Rocky's too smart for you. Shay. And he does all that kind of stuff. And it's, mm-hmm. but that was, I became aware of the, the archetypes of the, you know, the, the wise, shorter guy bossing, <laughs> bossing <laughs> around the, the, the big lugs and telling them what to do. And of course, you know, Bugs Bunny outsmarts them all, but those are really interesting to go back and watch. And, uh, but it,
1: it's funny, I haven't seen this in so long, and I'm, I'm, uh, it's just interesting to
0: Yeah, uh, that's to watch. It's really good stuff. We should, uh, we'll have show links. We'll be able to post links to a lot of this stuff where you can. Oh. Have them on YouTube or or buy them.
1: Hopefully... I mean, it's uh, 99 cents on
0: iTunes. You can buy Bugs Bunny cartoons for a dollar. I mean, they're four or five minutes long. But, uh, yeah, that's... And I think there was... But see, Warner Brothers is kind of known as the studio that really pushed the gangster genre along, especially in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And... uh, a lot of the big I think I'm pretty sure Goodfellas is Warner Brothers although I'd have to go back and look
1: wow well, you know it, it's amazing like looking at things now just how much actually so many of these characters correlate to actual you know characters in serious gang movies it's it's, it's so comical here and yeah this is probably one of my first experiences of gang movies as well but right. Uh, it's funny, these are almost archetypal characters. you got the goon, you've got, yep. you know, you've got all your, you know, these characters and with names and yada, yada, yada. I don't know, anyway. I'm sure it was really um, funny for
0: the parents to, I mean, they're seeing these at the movie theaters and they're seeing the actual films and they're coming home and their kids are watching, you know, this this other take from the same studio, uh, you know, repackaging it for the kids. Which uh, yeah, I thought was uh, pretty funny,
1: but I, it's, it's kind of like candy cigarettes, getting them, getting them used to uh, <laughs> uh, mob movies at an early age. Right. You know? Do you feel there is a difference between a gangster, mob, mafia, or organized crime movie? I mean, is there a specific term for it? I mean, do they mean different things? Um, or not for
0: me the mob movie is i tend to just jumble them all together but when i hear the word mobster like that's kind of a an older sounding Mm -hmm. word that's like the edward g robinson james cagney type thing you know squealing Mm -hmm. car tires and people shooting tommy guns off the running board and various reinterpretations of al capone's story is is a mob movie although i prefer Mm -hmm. that term i just like the way it sounds like, like, what well, is it? Or like
1: I, a- you know, a mafia is, if I may, um, I guess it's more specific to sort of like *Cosa Nostra*. And, yeah, uh, my Italian's not so good always, but um, <laughs> uh, the Italian mob, so to speak. But you can you can broaden it if you say just a mob movie. Then you can yeah. you can broaden it to organized crime. Uh, you could talk about Irish or Jewish, Irish, Jewish, crime, Russian, all that stuff, etc. It's yeah, etc., etc. And the gangster, well, maybe not so organized, or I mean, it doesn't have to be such a high level subject matter. Uh, high meaning like organized at a higher level, you could be talking about something that's not so organized necessarily, yeah, you
0: know, yeah, it, um
1: but organized nonetheless
0: I would like to come back to that probably um, okay. well I think for now I just kind of, it's kind of a catch all but like as far as organized crime goes I mean like a movie like Margin Call
1: is yeah,
0: I mean is, uh, that's that's friggin organized crime man how they defrauded all those investors can be organized you yeah. know
1: they're not necessarily monsters but right so but it, it's a cartel um, of powerful you yeah. know
0: interests you know, taking advantage yeah. of the weak, and that's not you know that's not what. The and and that's another thing about mobsters and and gangster films is that most of the stories are about the interactions between the gangsters themselves, not the effect on the people having to live around them. Like there's mm-hmm. usually a shakedown scene where it's like, "Give me the money," you know, or something like that, but. it's uh it's more about what happens between the characters as opposed to what they're actually doing to the society around them
1: real quick touching on that you know we might and i think we did talk about this maybe last time We, we we had a conversation about this but about what was it the the oh the laws in Hollywood, and I can't remember. You know the 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 term. Like there was a written code. The code oh, the Hayes Code. That there had to be. A, yeah, there had to be a certain outcome, right? You know, and uh, and that is still. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. There's the
0: in the 30s, especially the gangster wasn't supposed to get away with it. They were supposed to yeah. have a moment of remorse, or they get killed. Or they go to prison or, you know, we talked about the idea was as, as the working man who may not have a job, you want to live vicariously through the gangster and live it up. And, you know, you've got the, the fast cars and the money and the beautiful women, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, you want to see the gangster fall so that you can tell yourself being an honest guy is really the way you should go like this you know they they burned out so you get to live vicariously Mm -hmm. and then feel superior you know when the end credits roll
1: what is the first mob movie that you loved so i know we said we weren't gonna we don't want to talk about this film for obvious reasons, just because everybody talks about it quite a bit. And mm. Like some others, uh, for me, it was it was Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and when, uh, when
0: we say we're not going to talk about it, it's not because we don't love it. It's just, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. been gone over many times, and we're going to go some different directions. But in this episode zero, tell me, uh, tell me what you loved about Goodfellas, or why you think.
1: There was, um, well, I'd seen Bob movies growing up when I was a kid. Like, I'd seen something like, say, The Godfather. Mm-hmm. The Godfather Part Two, and, and you
0: had mentioned why, I know you want to get to talking about Goodfellas, yeah. but you had mentioned why you weren't crazy about The Godfather when you saw it.
1: Yeah, and I, I certainly, when I say not crazy, like, I don't mean... I didn't like it to an extent, at least. But how? I mean, how old were you uh, when you saw it? I, didn't pre- I was maybe twelve. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe ten, and I couldn't really. It was, even though there was some, it was a well-told tale at that age. I, for me, at least, uh, I could only appreciate it so much because it was, it was long, it was drawn out, it was involved, and if it, it was, you know, if you were going to watch it, you, you, you. You, you had to be ready to, to sit down for a while. It was an and, investment, for sure. Yeah, and and it was also a little horrific, okay, I mean, and that was part of it, too. It, it did scare me at that age, and it, sh- it should have, I think. And so by the time Goodfellas came out, I, I was a little older. I was in my 20s, early to mid-20s, and I was able to actually, I think, appreciate a story like that a little more and plus it was a little faster paced sure i'm younger now i'm full of testosterone and i'm even though i'm still able to sort of you know gauge what scorsese was doing in regards to thematic elements and uh storytelling and character arts etc etc i it was faster paced, and I was able to uh, gravitate that toward that more easily. And but upon after I did that, I was suddenly I went back and I wanted to watch The Godfather again, mm-hmm. and I was able to appreciate it a lot more. You know, it was kind of what it opened some doorways for me that that I might not have been opened uh, otherwise. Sure, you know. You, can you give and, me some specifics about?
0: Movies. Can you give me some specifics about Goodfellas? Like, what do you feel like? Brought you in mm-hmm. I know what it was For me I gotta I wanna hear it From you
1: Well There's any number Of lines Or scenes Or characters I mean There's just Not a I, The you know, thing is There's not Like one I It's one of those Movies that I Find myself Quoting And I know A lot of people Who do the same Thing They quote Movies Especially You know uh, It It and I still to this day find myself doing it from time to time, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, a obvious example is, uh, you know, Joe Pesci.
0: Yep. I don't know him personally. Want to
1: know, what's p- so funny about me, yeah. you know. Uh, that's an <laughs> obvious one. That's enough. But things like that, you know, or at or the opening scene, and it goes back to the narration where Henry's Hill is talking. He says, All my life I could remember I wanted to be a gangster or something like right. that. Uh, just right. Just kind of classic lines. Really.
0: That's what, that you know? first scene is what hooked me, you know. I thought it was brilliant mm-hmm. because you're driving down the road, they hear the noise, <laughs> they pull over. You, as the audience, you have no idea what's happened. You know, something's in Mm -hmm. there. And then they open it up. And for a split second in my mind, I was like, are they going to help the guy? Did they know he was in there? You know, Mm -hmm. I mean. right. And then they stab him. He goes up and stabs him with a butcher knife. And then they shoot him like they empty a revolver into him. And Henry is standing there kind of with this little bit of a shocked look on his face. And so we just saw that we see this horrible murder of a helpless person. And he closes the trunk, and you, right. he says, "For as long as I can remember, I wanted to be a gangster." And it's just like, "Oh my gosh!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's that's how we're gonna go. Okay, let's. What's gonna happen now? So, uh,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of uh, set the tone, definitely. Yeah, you know. And then there's the long. Uh, there's
0: the that whole long take where they go into the club through the side door and that's been talked about a gajillion times. Um,
1: sure. The shot, I don't even the know. Like, day. I don't yep. even
0: know now if, if he planned it, if it was an accident, if they had to do it, if that was his first choice to do it. Like it's, there's so many stories about that. You know, they got it in the first take. They did 5,000 takes of it. It's like, you know,
1: <laughs> One doesn't know what to believe. Uh, yeah, uh,
0: I'm sure there's a, a an according to or a canon story that that is. I, I just haven't <laughs> read. I've read so many. You know, I you know this is what really happened. Right. But uh, well, for me, uh, well, I'll touch on the mm, other yes. movie that uh, we're not going to discuss in future episodes. Hopefully, it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. if we can actually stay away from The Godfather and Goodfellas.
1: Eventually, we'll come
0: back to them. I I feel we like. have to. Yeah, we have to.
1: Well, not not anytime soon, but sooner or later. Yeah, with this podcast keeps going, we'll have to discuss. Them, Absolutely,
0: I feel like. Well, my little mini discussion right now is: I saw The Godfather for the first time when I was about eighteen mm-hmm. years old, and I had just heard like this is. I mean, this is like nineteen ninety two, so it's yeah. pre you know internet. There's no. There's no way you can really go to a list and... Well, it's not pre-internet. It's pre-internet as we know it now. Um, so you couldn't really f- yeah. find a... There weren't all these great resources about, hey, you should see these movies. But I had heard from a number of people, you should see The Godfather. You should see The Godfather. And it was kind of talked about in mm-hmm. hushed, reverential tones from you know older people. So I rented it on VHS tape and watched it on some crappy TV. And uh, I think it was two two tapes which was for people who've never watched on a VHS that doesn't really mean anything but that means it was a long movie
1: <laughs> that means it was a long movie yeah. in those days yeah yeah, yeah. and uh a two taper yeah a two taper and it
0: blew me away I I loved the opening scene mm-hmm. I loved you know the the character that you really start to identify with is is Michael because he's he's very likable he's a war hero he has his he has a great yeah. girlfriend
1: it's my family Kate that's not yeah me. my
0: family Kate that's not mm-hmm. me he's above it he's you know he's in but not of the that family he doesn't do things like they do right. and when you see him uh-huh. start to turn and I mean at first you would, you're like yeah he should get involved he needs to help out his father you know he needs to be there for the family he, that doesn't mean he's becoming yeah. a gangster he's just you know he's doing the right thing for bias pops and then it gets you know further mm-hmm. and and when when Marlon Brando and you know when Don Corleone says in that scene you know I never wanted this for you I you know I wanted you to be a senator or a governor and the audience i feel like is right. for for me i'm like yes yes exactly we don't we don't want michael to go this route you realize at that point that he is and already has but there's the you know the father is is speaking on behalf of the audience i felt like and it's just it's just beautifully done i mean that's also a really quotable movie and i and i've said to you many times sure. i i know i've seen a good movie when i remember the names of the characters not just the names of the actors and yeah. um you know marlon brando and um Robert Duvall, and James Caan, and Al Pacino are huge names, but I still know the names of uh-huh. all their characters, and that's who I think of when right. I think of the Godfather. I think of Tom Hagen and Sonny and and Michael. You and know,
1: and I always forget that Duvall is in this movie, and I don't know why that is. Like I, I it maybe partly because he's such, he's just kind of a. A likable fellow he is in it It, it, which is not necessarily a character he always plays right i mean it might play a relatively likable character but it's usually an edge yeah he's even more sympathetic in
0: some ways than michael is as far as being a nice guy
1: absolutely yeah and i don't even it's funny i just don't think of him when i think of the godfather even though he has a large role in it but it it's sort of a passive role compared to everyone else and maybe that's why sure. i don't know no i i totally hear that but but he does a you know a beautiful job in it yeah you know um
0: and then um you know there's violence throughout the, the movie but once michael has gone completely over yeah. to you know the dark side and he's so to speak uh, he's standing to, he's becoming the godfather of his nephew and they're interspersing the murder of the heads of the five families and Mo Green. I will never forget the Mo Green killing in that movie because he gets shot in the eye. It's just like, so like, like you don't do that. You don't shoot people in the eye. What's wrong with you? You know, that's not how you do it, (laughs) but they, they do it and they show that. And it's like, Oh geez, Michael, what are you? And then there's that, you know, at the very end you know his wife is asking him did you do this and he says you know no
1: do you think do you think that was yeah he lies straight faced and do you think that was like is that a deliberate thing i mean i know there is some correlation to uh actual events but i i didn't know I, you know and i do you think that was a deliberate thing that they shot him eye, or just like it happened to hit i think where it did I like the
0: round? i don't know I, my guess is that it made for good visuals 'cause it's it's not like gross, like if we were to do it today you know, no they they would have to the guy's it. head blow off and splatter all over the wall behind him, and it would be really over the yeah, top, yeah, but just just having the look of shock and the blood and the you know his the lens and his glasses shattered, yeah, i mean that's that was enough yeah. to make you go,
1: holy crap, so. Yeah, I agree. There, it was it was funny, and that was something about the movie. I don't. We talked about this earlier, but like there was something. There's an underlying horror, uh, you know, yeah. to it, and uh, and I think it it was not you know certainly not a horror movie. It's a gangster movie. It's a mob movie, but yeah, yeah. You know, there is something just it, it's uh, that that's the sort of thing that I think uh, really freaked me out when I was young and saw so it
0: yeah you know. I mean yeah there's a number of scenes in there that are not all of it's easy to watch no um i st- i love the movie and there's this is true of a number of movies that I like a lot they're not not all of it is enjoyable it's interesting that you know whenever I watch a movie with my daughter I often have to tell her this this is fake like I mean I'm not showing her the Godfather or goodfellows but You know, something happens, there's a violent thing and then someone gets hurt and I'm like, look, these are actors, nothing really happened. And I have to keep telling Mm -hmm. her that, but as moviegoers, you have to let go of that or else what's the point? Like if you're not invested with what's happening to the character, if you're constantly reminding yourself that it's all fake and there's, you know, 50 people standing just outside a frame with wires and microphones and bounce you know cards then, you know, what's the point? You you kind of have to let go of that and really let it affect you or else the, the movie's, you know, what's the point watching it? What's a movie that you've seen since, like, the year 2000? You know, your, um, one of your favorites.
1: Yeah, the, the most recent one I can think of really is uh, Dinner Rush with Danny Aiello. And it's a little indie film, but it's, um, and I don't really know, I don't believe it's all that well known, but it's, I quite enjoyed it, quite enjoyed
0: yeah, it. Yeah, I, uh, for a number of reasons. You don't usually, you know, lead me astray when it comes to movie recommendations. I bought that, I they have it on DVD at Amazon. Mm-hmm. I could not find it streaming anywhere, like you could not buy it through iTunes or Netflix or Hulu or anything. Right. But I did find it on regular DVD, so I'm going to give that a spin.
1: Oh, good. Awesome. Great. I'm glad you found it.
0: So tell me what you like about Dinner Rush.
1: Well, other than, you know, some—and not just Iello, There's a lot of great talent in that film, and yes, Godfella, Goodfellas is uh, <laughs> the Godfellas and Goodfather. Good <laughs> uh uh, what I liked about it, and of course, not only was Ayello great, as he always is, uh, there was a lot of other wonderful actors, but. and actresses, actors in general, but uh, it was well executed, it was well done. And it is a gangster film, but it is really about a character who really is trying to go legit, or supposedly has gone legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it. It, uh I guess it turns out that he has to really fight to stay out. And he, he, you know, his son has learned to cook from his mother who has passed on. And he's, he's just this wonderful, hardcore, but wonderfully talented chef. Mm-hmm. And he's running this restaurant. And he's got a great team working for him at this restaurant. And his father's proud of him. He loves it. And it's a... This, You know, I don't like to do it's almost cliche to me to say this, but like, oh, people ask, you, is the restaurant a character or or is the food a character when you tell someone this movie is about food? Well, it is. I mean, I guess you could say that. I think it's kind of a ridiculous. It's kind of like, saying, oh, the camera becomes a character. And I think any time that happens, it's just kind of like. Yeah. It's, it's it's something if to an say. an artist is doing that, it's yeah, sort of self indulgent. And the food is a very much a big part of it, but it's a motif. I wouldn't call it a character, but I would definitely call it a motif, and um, an effective one. And it is about this food. It is about cooking. It is about creating a wonderful experience for people and a wonderful meal. But it's still a gangster movie in the end, and that's that's it's it's worth a watch. It's um it, but it, the I guess the other great thing about it is it all everything turns out okay in the end ultimately. Oh. Well that's you know, uh and it, that's it's, refreshing. it's not like so many Yeah, it's not you're not completely happy I guess, but it's not like so many other that's another great thing about it. It's not like so many other gangster films were you know the the hero, the main character, always meets his or her demise. Sure.
0: And it's yeah. not like, you know, the end of Reservoir Dogs where everyone just shoots everybody and yeah. fade to black.
1: Yeah. yeah. And would you call Reservoir Dogs a gangster film?
0: I thought about that. Um I I I would say it's it's in there, but it's and we could go off on a huge It's tangent. almost like a subcategory it's to It's a me. Tarantino film more than it is anything else. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> First and foremost. It's,
0: there's a true, big T true. stamp on that, on all his movies, and I love them. I love everything he's done. Mm. I think I've seen it all. Maybe not. I would have to say Reservoir Dogs is a gangster
1: film. I got to call it a thief film. A, a thief it doesn't film? doesn't mean it's not an organized... Yeah. Yeah, it's a thim, film about thieves, That, yeah. but it's... Still organized crime. Yeah. So it still falls under the sort of umbrella or the blanket of what we're talking about, I think. Yeah. I talked to you about Thief before. Well, that's about a thief, and it's about a, he has his own crew, but they're really not mob-affiliated until someone starts mo- trying to move in on his action. Mm-hmm. Which, way, which sort which of becomes a mo- Thief with James Caan. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is another good film that's worth checking out. Okay. You know? Um and uh it, it becomes a gangster film. Interesting. It becomes both. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Getting back to Dinner Rush,
0: yeah, it's just it's easy to start thinking that the best films are behind us, you know. But I, I feel like mm-hmm. there's been you know, I certainly want to touch on older films and especially films from outside the US. But there's still some great ones being made. Now, for instance, Dinner Rush. Which I'm gonna assume it's right. good. I haven't seen it yet, but I will we will we're gonna review it. It's gonna be on the list, so we'll get to it. Two movies that I've seen recently that I really liked. Um and this first one I I haven't met many people who like this film, but I thought 2012's Killing Them Softly was awesome. And I've watched right, it okay. I've watched it over and over and it's uh it's a really big slow burn movie. It mm-hmm. uh, you don't, you know, Brad Pitt's character is kind of a main character, but he but not really. There, there are there isn't You know, he doesn't even show up until like 20 25 minutes in, and it's a really cool intro. Right. He's driving a cool car, his hair slicked mm-hmm. back, you know, got the leather jacket on, he's, you know, smoking a cigarette. It's the kind of scene that you would see as an impressionable young kid and think, man, I want to look like that. Maybe I should start smoking cigarettes or something. But... um,
1: (laughs) It actually looks like it's fun. Yeah, yeah,
0: I guess. Uh, And then there's this music playing from Johnny Cash, you know, when the man comes around. Yeah. It's just a really cool opening shot for him. But the story itself is a, a... It's set in 2008... And it's when, you know, everything was going down with the Great Recession. And there's interspersing cuts of, you know, President Bush talking and at the time, Senator Obama talking um, Mm -hmm. about what they're going to try and do to get America back on track. And so these, you know, these little telecasts are playing in the background as the action of the movie is taking place. And the same thing is happening in the mob world. There's been this great screw up and, yeah. and and the games getting knocked over and people don't trust going to the when I say games, I mean poker games. People are afraid mm-hmm. to go to the mob games now because they're afraid they're gonna get held up. So they're having right. to deal with they're trying to put confidence back into the market, back into the you know, the illegal poker game setup. So but there's some great betrayals. Um, there's some great, you know. There's a lot of faces you'll recognize in it, and uh, yeah, I thought it was. Oh. I thought it was great. But it, it's on IMDb. Oh. It is not rated highly. And like I said, I I have a few friends here in wow. Philly who really like film, and I don't. Uh, I don't get too many people saying, "Yeah, I like that movie too." But, huh? Oh. It's a uh, I thought it was great. The other one I was going to say is The Drop, yeah. which is 20, 2014. It's one of James Gandolfini's last films. It's also a super slow burn. This was a movie that I found, I thought it was dragging so much that I stopped it like halfway through.
1: When you came back later. And
0: I didn't watch the rest of it for like three months. Like I realized, oh, you know what? I never <laughs> finished The Drop. I should, yeah, I should see it through and it is kind of slow but once i saw the end of it i was like oh this was actually a well-done movie and i just i didn't have the patience to see it through like i should have so mm-hmm. but it's uh i don't want to it's not one of those it's not like a six cents you know twist at the end but there is some yeah some turning of the tables that i don't want to say too much about since it's a movie that came out in 2014 and there maybe there's some people who will see it that right don't haven't yet but i i thought it was really good and uh i i love james gandolfini i really sad that he is no longer with us um
1: yeah that's that's unfortunate uh for everyone yeah for everyone I really that ever got to watch him perform in anything
0: The first film that I would like us to do is mm. by a director named Maybe Stanley Kubrick.
1: Who's that guy? I don't know much about him. Yeah, guy.
0: He made a mob film called The Shining. <laughs> no,
1: har har! That that probably needs to be cut. <laughs> really? Did he? <laughs>
0: Um, nineteen fifty-six is the killing is by Stanley Kubrick, and it is in the, uh, yeah. thief crime gangster movie genre. I I got this yeah. on iTunes, and I've started watching it, and it's pretty pretty mm-hmm. interesting. It's um, you know,
1: funny. I haven't seen the film, and obviously I've I've I need to watch it. I've got to watch it before we do our next podcast. But I, I watched a number of kubrick documentaries and uh it's 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 interesting uh they I, I get clips i've seen a number of clips from the film and so i'm i'm excited yeah um to to see it and it, it you can start to see the guys um his craft really begin to develop you know what i've really enjoyed just from in, what i've seen
0: in the first 30 minutes i've seen is uh sterling hayden who is i guess the star gosh he's really great yeah
1: what's that that's what an actor what an actor yeah
0: like i i really only knew him from from the godfather from his part playing mccluskey mm-hmm. and uh he's you know so much younger he's you know 20 something years younger and this yeah. one and uh yeah he's great
1: yeah, I liked him, and I re- I really liked him in uh, *Strange Love*. Yeah, I have to see that. I'm Sure, you realize that. Yeah, I. You haven't seen *Strange Love*? I don't. Doctor Strange. I don't think I have. Definitely worth your time. I'll check it out.
0: But yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's the movie we're going to talk about next. Is *The Killing*? Uh, nineteen. 19- well,
1: okay, Mandrake. Right. Nineteen
0: fifty-six. Yeah, June sixth. So. Getting close to the or we're just past the anniversary of that.
1: Oh, cool. That'll be good. That'll be good then. Yeah. All right, right here. On the sit down. On yeah. Sorry, I screwed that up. You say that again. You want me to say it again? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We we need a we need a way to wrap this up. Thanks for uh Thanks for uh, coming to the sit-down.
0: Yeah. How's that?
1: Right here on the sit-down. That's real nice of you. Thanks. We'll see you next time on the sit-down.
0: On the next, we'll see you time on the sit-down.
1: We we don't really see anybody we'll listen to. You'll listen to us (laughs) next time. We'll talk. You listen next time on the sit-down. Here we go. That's How's that? Uh, that sounds good cool to me. There we go. All right. All right. All right. Let me uh All right. I'm trying to find Pro Tools so I can stop recording. Uh, hang on, buddy. Ah, here we go. And that's it.